Good evening, everyone. I want to welcome you back to another episode of After Dark with Jay and the Real. I have a very special guest for you this evening. She is a brand photographer who helps other entrepreneurs show up authentically online and um, help them to be proud of their self-image and their brand. And I'm really excited to introduce to you Jamie Soderblom to talk to you today about her company, which is very exciting, um, but she's going through a rebrand and she's not going to unveil that for another couple of weeks. So stay tuned. That'll be a nice little surprise that she's very excited about. And I'm very excited about it too. Um, so I'm really happy to have her this evening. Um, a little bit about her journey. You know, she's a spiritual soul who has recently started on a healing journey as we all are right so her her goal and her mission was to really find herself more purposefully aligned and to find herself within more of a raw and authentic lifestyle which has now led to her to her rebrand and she's here to share with you her story and her process so jamie thank you so much for joining us tonight thank you for sharing your time and energy welcome to after dark Thank you so much, Jenny. I am so happy to be here tonight. Well, there's something that you had said. Um, I can't remember if it was conversation or through some exchanges that we had, but you had said that you know what it's like not to know where to start or how to feel proud. Yeah. And that was, yeah, and that was, that was something you had mentioned in terms of like where your healing journey started. So I, I firmly believe that starting at the beginning is a really great place to start. So let's start there. How, yeah, what was the beginning of, of your journey? So tell us, tell us a little bit more about, you know, I guess that moment for you in life, <laughs> that realization. <laughs> yeah. So it was about, I want to say almost two years ago now, um, when I was still doing digital photography where there's, there's a difference between digital photography and boutique photography, and most photographers are digital-based. So you do a session and you get an online album. And that was my main setup for about eight to 10 years of my business. But I was working nonstop at the time. I was a full-time CAT scan technologist working in White Plains. So I was traveling an hour and a half to and from work every day. And then all of my other spare time was doing um, photography and I'll never forget I had about two clients that I delivered their album to their their online album and I got a thumbs up or awesome thanks text message back from the album and it was in that moment that I realized wow I am working with clients that don't value what I offer and my passion comes straight from the heart with photography and I and I really value what I do and it was in that moment that I realized I was not happy I was extremely burnt out I was commuting and spending all of my time devoting to photography I was missing out on family I was missing out on my husband I was missing out with chores at home and just being home and for myself, for clients that didn't value what I did. And I said to myself, that is it. I am done. I give up. I give up. I am burnt out and I don't know where else to go. I am completely unbalanced. My health, my health is going like, I'm just not happy. 
And I pretty much threw in the towel to my passion. And then a week later, there was a Facebook ad for photography school, specifically for marketing. And I was immediately drawn to it. I was, I was so aligned with it. I was like, this is it. If I am going to stay in my passion, this schooling is it. It was boutique photography and they teach you how to branch out into your community and become a real business and not just do digital and sell artwork. And I started doing that for a while and I learned so much. So I felt aligned with this marketing school specific for specifically for photographers. And I knew that I wasn't going to give up. Although a week ago I threw in the towel. So I started this program and it was great. I took a step back. I was learning so much, but at the time, the person that I am, I, I was somebody who had such a heavy plate. Even if I wanted to chill on the couch, I didn't allow myself. I did um, pyramid companies on top of photography, on top of my full-time CAT scan. I was so used to this hustle culture that even though I took a step away from pyramid company and took a chill pill with photography in this marketing program, I started regressing back and picking up everything I was learning in, in this program and I burnt myself out again. So for years, I would go hard, 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 burn myself out, hard, 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 burn myself out. And during this program, I became really depressed, the lowest I have been in a really long time. And I didn't know where to go. I was completely and utterly just flat, flat lined, it felt like. And intuitively, I knew I needed help, but I didn't know what kind of help. I didn't know if I needed therapy. I didn't, I didn't know what I needed. And through my marketing program, I learned how to get out in the community and I met some wonderful people and I became a part of um, a group in, in our community, a marketing group. And I met a wonderful soul who was a life coach. And the moment that he started talking, I said, he's the one. I'm gonna get emotional. It's like, he's gonna help me get better. So intuitively I signed up and I got, I got the best gift ever. He helped me realign with my values, my enjoyment. He helped me set up a routine. So, so that's where I started. I didn't know where to go, but I listened to my intuition for the first time. I started listening to my intuition. And so that is where I officially started was with a life coach and the difference between this life coach than others that I have met, he is very much into healing your life before he's, a, he was a life business coach. So I knew I wanted, a, I started with a business coach, but when talking to him, I learned that he was more of a life coach that helped you heal aspects of your life because he believes they go hand in hand with a successful business. And 
it wasn't until I started working with him, Devin Weaver is his name. He's incredible. It wasn't until I started working with him that I realized I had a lot of um, childhood traumas are a heavy word, right? Traumas are a very heavy word and they're on a spectrum. I didn't go through insane trauma that when, when people hear trauma, they think of, you know, bad things like abuse. And, but I did go through things in my childhood that led me to being somebody who people pleases and fills my plate because I can't relax. Um, so it wasn't until working with him that I realized, wow, I am not okay at soul level, which is why I never could, What, which is why I never had a successful photography business because I had to heal things about myself that led me to my self-belief, my self-value and my self-worth, which is where I am now that has led me to my rebrand. Mm. Yeah, well, when we're not in right alignment with ourselves, right? Everything around us, our relationships to people, our relationship to business, our relationship to, you know, our family, our friends, our loved one, nothing is in right alignment, right? Because we're yeah. so thrown off center. And um, something that you shared, you said the word trauma, you know, could mm -hmm. be really heavier. There's a stigma that goes with that. Mm -hmm. um, I think programming is a really good word um, because all of our programming, right, shapes how we view life, shapes how we um, perceive things, it shapes how we behave. And yeah. a lot of times in the programming growing up at soul level, right, and at level as being a child and having parents or not having parents, but whatever, wherever the programming comes from, it shapes the reality in such a way that we create these blockages with energy that doesn't even belong to ourselves. You know, yeah. we, we make choices to do or not do certain things. And sometimes we don't even know why we've made those choices because that never really belonged to us from the very beginning. And so when it comes to self-worth or, you know, and value, especially in the world that we live in today, and this hustle culture, which, you know, it hustle culture is killing everyone's energy. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a, you know, everyone kind of views hustle culture, you know, it depends how you define it. But when I hear hustle culture, it's like, oh, I'm hustling, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna hustle. Like you better be hustling the right way. Right. Because your energy and your time and your creativity and your intuitiveness is all being used as a part of that hustle culture. So if it's not being utilized, like your energy output in a way that is healthy and balanced, then nothing around you is going to grow the way that it needs to grow. You know, it's like watering a plant. You have to water yourself. Yeah. And, and it seems like you burned out or you uh, weren't watering yourself for a very long yeah. time. I truly feel this is the one this is a major thing that so many people, especially women, have a hard time doing is having a balanced life because of how we're conditioned when we're younger. Women, I mean, it's a generational, it's a generational uh, curse, a generational, what would you call it? 
We've, well, you know, we, we, we uh, hand it down. It's like the generational yeah. cycles that we hand down, that programming again, yeah. right? So if we don't stop, break the patterns, there are some episodes I've done too, where we talk about breaking the cycle, breaking yeah. those generational programs. We're just going to continue to pass it on, mm. you know, yeah. and that's, that's what fundamentally needs to change that toxic energy. And, you know, I think it's really twofold. It's your energy input and your energy output. I think it's really that simple. That's what it boils down to. So what are we feeding ourselves? What's our input every day? You know, spiritual, psychological, physiological, you know, mental, all the things. What are we putting into our programming system, into our bodies, into our mind, body, and soul? And then how are we utilizing our energy? Are we putting too much out there? Like you're saying, hustle culture, you got burned out, then you get depressed, and then you need help, and you're not sure where to go, who to turn to, something's off balance. And so finding that grounding and centering and finding that realignment. And you know what? A lot of people don't ask for help, don't look for help. And I just kind of want to give you some kudos because you knew you needed help, but you didn't know what kind of help you needed. Yeah. And I think like 90% of people don't know the kind of help that they need. They just know that they need help. And I'm really glad that you found someone that spoke your language. Thank you so much. It was the best thing I ever invested in. It was a scary investment. It was a very scary investment, but I knew I needed to work with him. And because my husband saw or felt my energy and he he felt how how serious I was about this investment he was very supportive about it but you know that's another thing investment when people hear the word investment and they think about money it is such a scary thing but when we invest into ourselves it's actually an act of self-worth and self-value and that was the beginning of of me stepping into my self-worth it was investing into myself because getting somebody or um, working with somebody who was going to help me have an aligned, purposeful life was my initial start. And definitely proud of myself for that and proud of my intuition. We know, we know we are very intuitive souls and so many of us don't listen to it, but there's a very specific deep, deep, deep emotion, gut, gut emotion that tells you your answer. And it's important that we listen to it. And I listened to it. And um, one of the first things that he started working with me on was my values and my actions. We worked a lot around what did I value in life and was what I was doing in life was it connected to my values? So my values were my family, my home life, um, nature, my, you know, my husband, my pets, um, eating healthy, which is still eating healthy is, is a tough one. That's like, to me, the highest level of self value and is something that's so difficult. But, um, so here were all my values and my actions every day were wake up 45 minutes before work, rush to get to go to work, uh, ordering food at work, coming home and working on my pyramid company or coming home and going straight to sleep, not seeing my family on the weekends because I was so burnt out and exhausted or I had photography or so everything in my life was work, 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 work. I defined my self worth and value 
based off of how much I did and how much I accomplished um, rather than the actual person that I was. So that was the first phase of my healing. And then it was diving deeper into my childhood. What, what's made me who I am? Why, why am I the person who can't sit still, has to fill my plate with things, um, can't, can't find a way to enjoy life? Like, what are those reasons? Why do I have such low self-belief and self-worth? Why? So, um, I'd love to share if that's something you're interested in. Um, with, with my family and maybe it'll help those who had a similar childhood that can't connect the dots. Can I share? Yeah. I, you know, I would love you to. And it's so interesting because as you're speaking, there was something that I wanted to ask you about that. And oh. I was like, well, I'm about to ask you that. And if you yeah, just go want for to talk it. about it, that's fine. <laughs> so thank you for opening that up. Um, there was something in a lot of what we had talked about and some of the things I was reading that you shared with me. Um, you had said that you grew up with in a family that um, you felt loved you and you grew up with parents who wanted nothing but the best for you, who loved you unconditionally. This is something that really stuck out for me. And you said that you also felt that the love you received from them, you interpreted mm. as conditional love. Yeah. And so that was kind of something that really struck a chord for me because it's interesting how the viewpoint was i had parents that wanted nothing but the best for me and they showed me unconditional love but i interpreted it as conditional and i kind of yeah. wanted to start there if, if that would be all right Ooh, yeah <laughs> yeah so when i was born i'm going to start from the beginning when I was born, my dad was starting his own company, an ambulance service company. And that's a very community, heavily community-based um, business. So he was very involved in the community and politics. So my childhood growing up, I was the boss's daughter and was the perfect child. I could do no wrong. And I had to uphold an image because the community knew my family, knew my father. So anything that would go on with the family had to be very, we had to live very cautiously because the business depended on it. And my, my parents, they're, they were very controlling parents. And as an adult now, I can understand why, knowing how life is, why they were so controlling. They controlled me to protect me, but the ways that they controlled me dimmed who I was. I, I didn't feel safe being who I was because I was controlled through actions. So for instance, if I wanted to hang out with certain people throughout school, you know, my dad would say, you know, if you do anything, I'll know because people in the community will be talking, stuff like that. So they controlled me through words. They controlled me through finances. Um, I was a very free spirited soul growing up. I was a wild child and that terrified my parents. I was the 
you know, let me go <laughs> cliff diving and skydiving and very adventurous and wanted to go to France when I was in eighth grade to study abroad. Like I was a very, very, very wild soul, like free, free, free. And that terrified them. So they controlled me through money. Um, and, you know, it, you know, I'll take this away or you won't, you can't, you, you can't have, not, not that you can't have this, but everything was financial. Like you won't live here or your car will be taken away and everything, but they were gifts, but it was a way for them to control me. Um, and they controlled, they're very conservative and I want to be polite and respectful here, but, um, very, very old school. So they, they had very specific rules for the, the guys that I dated. And if they didn't approve in my parents' book, my gosh, it was, the control was awful. I, I was dating somebody who I really, really cared for. And although my life, you know, with my husband now, I'm, I'm very happy. He was my relationship before my husband. Um, but they, he didn't agree with them. And he, he used, he controlled, he controlled me by having me choose, you know, my dad over my boyfriend. If we were to get engaged, he wouldn't come to the wedding. So, so things like that. And throughout my life with having to be so careful with things I did to please my parents, I was a very, I was a huge pleaser to my parents because I was put on a pedestal to be a very certain way, the perfect child. But in order to be the perfect child, I had to abide by how they wanted me to live my life. So instead of me being able to live freely and become Jamie, whoever Jamie was meant to be, I was molded and shaped into the person they wanted me to be. And if I didn't abide, they used things to control me. And um, so I know that they controlled me because they wanted to keep me safe. So they unconditionally loved me. But the conditional love that I felt was I, I was only loved this much if I did and lived the way they wanted me to. And so that's where the conditional aspect came into play. And that was really tough. That was a tough thing for me to, to accept and to heal and to know that it wasn't, it wasn't me. It wasn't my fault. I was unconditionally lo conditionally loved. And it's okay for me to feel if it was conditionally loved um, to be, it's okay for me to feel if I was loved conditionally, that's how I interpreted it. And that, that was really, that was really tough, but um, I'm at, at peace with it now. Well, it's interesting how young, right? That we talk about programming and listening to your story so far. That starts, we don't realize how young that starts. Yeah. And I mean, younger than before they were conscious of wanting to really, really protect you. And, yeah. and I'm gonna kind of clarify what I mean is as parents, and I, and I say this as a parent, as parents, when you're speaking to your child, words are very, very magical mm. and important and they have, they hold great weight. That is my belief. And I believe that to be true. Um, so it starts at a very young age and I'm talking from infancy, right? So how do most people speak to children? Okay, if you behave, 
if you're a good boy, if you're a good girl, and it all sounds so like simple and like we can do this, but you have to behave or you have to make sure this and it, and it's okay. The program really, you know, it consciously is coming from a place where we need to simplify it. And, you know, one plus one equals two and a child understands very simple things, simple directives, but that's a program. Yeah. And it's something that I hear a lot of people say, it's something that I've even said, but that I'm so conscious of now, especially being a mother of four children, you know, you kind of, it's, it's the truth when you're saying you have your first child and then the second time you're like, mm, don't do that. Third time you're like, oh yeah, no, not gonna do that. And then like you get around to like your last kid and you're like, oh, I know all the things that I would do different, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm very careful with saying that because in their mind, I'm not good if I don't do this. Right. Mommy will not love me or not be happier. Daddy will, if I do this my way, right? And also, and also simply things like that. Don't do it this way. That's the wrong way. Mm. It's not the wrong way. How about let's try another way? Right. It's a very different way you receive that information. So people start doing that, the programming with their children way before they're really even conscious. And I'm saying this for a reason because specifically you, you were like, I was loved, they protected me, they wanted the best for me, right? All these things. And then there's just certain programs that you instill. And then when you come from fear versus love, like everything, right? The intention behind it, it screws everything up. And then you end up, you meaning you or anyone in these situations ends up feeling like um, they were very controlled and it, and the controlling aspects kind of start making you fear yourself, fear rejection, fear being judged, fear doing things because then you won't be accepted and, and, and you're fearful of being your authentic self for all of those reasons, right? Because you're put on this pedestal to think, act, and be like someone that they wanted you to be. And if you're anything other than that, you are not going to be accepted in society or in your own home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I grew up in a very judgmental household. You know, they, (laughs) you know, that's the truth. I grew up in a very judgmental household. So hearing my parents talk in a very judgmental way towards others or of others while having that fear of being myself, because I knew that the things that the things that made me, me were the things that were judged. You know, they were like being very free spirited. I knew I wanted to tattoo at a young age. I knew I wanted to travel. I knew I wanted to, I didn't care, you know, who I dated as long as they were a wonderful guy that that's not how my parents were. So everything that made me, me was judged. And I knew that because I would hear my parents judge others for the same things that I liked, or I always felt different. I felt like the black sheep of the family. I saw people for who they were at a very young age. I was always a spiritual soul where nobody in my family really is. Like I am truly the black sheep. So because I knew all of this, I absolutely did not feel safe being myself. And so what would happen is I would, every year that would go by and as I would get older and more serious decisions had to be made. And I, I, I truly could not make a decision for myself until I was 
up until two years ago, even with buying my house, the input. And then if, if my parents did gift me something, let's say financially, then I would have to listen to, you know, what they'd have to say. So the control on top of the judgment, it's, it's very toxic and damaging to a, to a child's spirit. And it's all out of love. It's how they were conditioned and, it's, and, the things that they went through in life and feared, they didn't want their child or children to go through the same thing. So that's how I was raised. But yeah, yeah, I absolutely feared being my authentic self. Actually, it was so bad. I didn't even know who I was. When I went to um, my life coach, like when I got to that point with my life coach, I didn't know I was numb, completely and utterly numb. I didn't, I, I didn't even know where to start to become my own person, to be happy with myself, to figure out who I was. I, I didn't even know how. Well, I remember the way that we originally had connected hmm. was because, and I'll circle back to like how you ended that, because that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah. Is because I had come across your photography uh, several times. I actually didn't come across you. I came across your photography. So I was seeing pictures being posted. Um, and at the time it wasn't of yourself, it was of other people. And I kept seeing this energy on screen that just felt very vibrant. Wow, and radiated you. yeah you're welcome like radiated this energy because i love photography and i love looking at you know whether it's pictures of people or landscapes and things but i kept coming across and it was interesting pictures and i didn't know it was you but i'm like this has the same energy up oh, it's the same photographer oh. oh that's the same photographer up oh, i really like this picture wow i really love those colors and there was one specific one and i think i told you it was um there were lots of sunflowers in the field mm. and sunflowers are my absolute favorite. But the reason why I'm saying this is because I came across your energy signature. That's really what wow. I'm saying. I came across your energy signature and I caught a glimpse of it. And I said, whoever this is has an amazing eye and has an amazing spirit. Wow. So whatever you were going through at the time and the work that you were doing just totally shined through in your passion. And that is what led me to literally just messaging you and be like, hey, I really love your work. And I was like, so who are you? Let's be friends. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to know each other. <laughs> um, so I just want to tell you that because I really appreciate you being in the work. Thank you, you know, so much. I know how difficult that is. You're welcome. And something you should be so, so, so proud of for yourself. And I know that that pride and feeling proud is a huge reason why you are a brand photographer, helping others to yeah. show up authentically and to be proud of their own self-image and brand. Yeah. yeah. And I would, and I would love for you to kind of speak to that and speak to, you know, those feelings and and really like tell us tell us why that is and tell us what brand you know marketing is and that self-image like tell us all about that process and how you oh, work with people yeah. yeah so when i started really finding myself and my voice i start i started a self-project with myself where 
I would tell a story through my photograph about what I was feeling. And it was my way of being able to express. It was my diary. I am very connected to photography. I've been for a long time. And it wasn't until my healing I realized it's truly for this purpose. Um, but I started sharing my authentic truth to these pictures that really showcased my emotion. Because pictures are worth a thousand words, right? You can look at emotion, you can, or look at a picture and you can see the emotion in it. But it was my way of being able to, it, looking at a picture of myself, feeling it, the words just came out naturally. So as I started, as I was in my healing journey and starting my self project and posting very raw and vulnerable and organic content on my Facebook and Instagram page, all while healing myself and leveling up my own business, because now I've healed, I've healed a lot, I've worked a lot on myself so that now I have a lot of self-belief in myself and value and worth enough for me to level up my business because now I believe in myself. I can do this. I am worth this and I'm going to do this. And so during my own um, photos, I realized that there was, there was a gap in marketing and authenticity and how people show up on the online space. And I realized how important it was for people to get to know who you are at soul level. We are our business. We pour all of our heart and soul into our business because it is us. It is a skill set. It is a passion. It is a love. And so it is us. And so many people get caught up on just sharing um, just words and not having pictures to showcase it or showing maybe glimpses of the work that they do. But when I realized this brand photography is a way to showcase your authentic story as a business owner and as a person, because your audience wants to get to know you, who you are, what you do, why you do what you do, who you serve, and connect with you on a deeper level. And, you know, I was going through a lot of businesses, uh, websites and Instagram pages, and I realized like, wow, there's a lot of businesses that don't have real branding shots. There's a lot of headshots, but that's great. People see your smiling face, but who are you? Why do you do what you do? Show a story of what it would be like to work with you. And that's where I really developed my passion because I could no longer fake who I was or hide who I was. I was hiding for so long. I became desperate to show the world who I am and why I'm here. And photography helps me do that. And I want to help empower other, um, other businesses show up online authentically and bold and proud of who they are and the business that they that they have because they're serving and we are serving for a reason and you deserve to feel proud of what you do. And so that's really where my rebrand came about. You know, before becoming a brand photographer, I was all over the place. I had so many things that I loved. I had engagement and pet and 
um, maternity and it was all these things and I never felt truly aligned to it. And it wasn't until I started showing up authentically online and saying, wow, this, this is what we need our entrepreneurs to showcase. And quality photography is a way to showcase that you value quality within your business. Mm. And I love it. I love it. It has been, I am truly aligned for the first time in my life. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so happy that you're there because anyone that you work with, you're going to take them and help them mm. to explore that place within themselves so that they can be true to, to their identity. I think one of the most important things is, you know, your brand is the entire identity of you and your business. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, anyone in marketing, yeah, anyone in marketing and anyone who deals with brand awareness and, um, you know, recognition and all that stuff, they, you know, you are your brand. But if you really take a moment, you know, like how, how difficult, I know it is for me and, and I'm sure it is for you, but I think a lot of people would say, if you had to write a biography, like give me a little bio, tell me about yourself, tell me who you are. Everyone always says, oh, that's so hard to write about myself. Mm -hmm. It is. It's so hard to describe myself. It's so hard to see myself. And I really invite everybody to really sit back and understand you are your brand. Mm -hmm. So who are you? And, yeah. and how do you want to stand out? And how do you want the world to see you? And one of the things that I find fascinating, and I just love, there's a couple of quotes actually, but I think Osho's is one of them, but an eye sees everything except itself. So we can see everything else outside of ourselves and interpret that information, but it's very hard for us to see ourselves. And in Shakespeare, he says, um, for the eye sees not itself, but by reflection, mm -hmm. by some other things. And that in, in Julius Caesar, I think. Um, and that is what you're doing, is you're helping people to see themselves, to figure out what their brand identity is to actually take a moment and not just like you said you know post pictures or words that are empty it's like i see your smiling face but who are you what's yeah. your passion what yeah. makes you thrive what makes you get up every day like the questions that we don't ask people you know that are that are they're just disingenuous it's like how was your day good good and we move on yeah it's like no how is your heart today <laughs> yeah how are you truly feeling <laughs> yeah and people are so afraid to share the not so great you know that that is part of your brand too and your experience as a business owner sharing client client experiences and sharing sharing the raw uh, building process of a business and you can e easily do that with having a picture, a quality picture of you at the computer and just sharing for the day, you know, this month was really hard and that's the real, real vulnerable, not I'm good or eh, yeah, yeah, like really sharing that because people, you're a real person behind your business and people love to get to know you and it builds trust and connection. And, um, when I say trust and the connection aspect, they're able to, to connect with you because they understand what you're going through because everybody in life has those down days. All entrepreneurs have those down days. So it allows for real, true, authentic connection because they, they could relate to you. 
So mm-hmm. I yeah. definitely encourage all entrepreneurs to not fear talking about the struggles and the obstacles because it creates something that's deeper for your audience because they can relate to you. And if it's not in entrepreneurship, it's having a low day at work or having a low day as a, as a mom or having, they can connect that emotion and pictures help so much with that. I help. I don't own, I don't just take a brand photo. I don't just take you outside and have this beautiful landscape. I get to know your business inside and out and who you are and the messages I hope you figure out the messages that you want to portray online because it's so hard to know where to start. So pictures are so easily connected with words. Um, mm. So I do a deep dive for that reason. Yeah. And, and the words are the words and then the visual, mm. right? They elicit really what you're doing is you're eliciting a feeling. Yeah, it's a a formula that you're putting together, right? It's because we can read words, we can see pictures, but how do you really touch someone? How do you get that, like that heart hit? How do you get someone to go, ah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what I, because I know for me, like, so everyone's got like a whole different processing system, right? You could be audio or you can be auditory. Sorry, excuse me. Um, You can be visual. You could be kinesthetic. You can be a combination of all three. Um, for me, I'm very visual. I love, I love seeing pictures, um, but I'm actually all three. I, I'm very tactile. I like to touch things. I like to feel them. I like to see them. And words is a big thing for me too. I like to hear things. So when you take all those pieces, when you're wordsmithing as you do, right, with your words, and then you tie it to a a beautiful visual that is so authentic and real that captures that that business energy right or whatever that person's really feeling because a lot of people know what they feel but they can't put it out there in the world to be seen you Uh want your business to be seen you want to be seen and the fact that you can do that for businesses it's magic and you're really really um, helping people to find clarity in a professional way. I mean, first it starts very personal, right? Because like you said, you do a deep dive. It's very personal. And then you bring that out professionally. And now you've built trust with your clients and your clients have now therefore building trust with their book of business and their prospective clients. And I think it's it's such a beautiful formula that you've discovered and that you're very passionate about. Um, and I'm just like so excited for this rebrand and Thank everything you that you're so doing. so much. Oh, I am too. I am. I'm ready, but I'm not, but I am. It's like they say start before you're ready. And I do agree with that to some extent. And I haven't fully started because this rebrand process has allowed me to feel like I'm not ready because I'm rebranding, but now that it's ready to go, like I am so, I am so ready because for the first time in my life, I feel authentic. I feel aligned. I feel purposeful. I, I have true meaning to, to why I do what I do. And I am truly in love with entrepreneurship for this reason. Um, authenticity has been my biggest challenge. And when you can take your authenticity and bring it into business, it is, it is magic. It truly mm. is magic. I'm so happy that you've gotten to this place. 
so no, much. <laughs> absolutely. No, absolutely. I wanted to, to ask you, um, so you said you're going to be launching your rebrand in a couple of weeks. Is that what you're working with right now? Yeah. So new website, new, um, business name, color, new brand colors. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so many people think that your brand is your logo, but it's so much more than that. It's, it's you entirely, but it's how you want to be portrayed in your business. And so I hired brand designers because I knew I needed help in that department too. I knew I, I needed a name change and I wanted aesthetics that really showcase the emotions that I wanted my clients to feel. So your brand colors are more than just the colors that go into your logo. It's drawing an emotion of how you want your clients to feel. Um, and then you tie in a new website where you show up with quality and you have exactly what you do, why you do it, your mission, your tagline, then you have your brand photography that showcases what you do and who you are. You know, those pictures go onto your website. So brand photography brings your website to a whole new makeover and it helps your audience. They're able to sit and say, oh, that's what it would be like to work with them because they see pictures of you doing what you do best working, whether it's at your laptop or you're on the phone or you're jotting down notes or you're with a client or you're talking to your business partner, those types of things are captured organically and authentically. And when you have that on your website, ah, so that's what it'd be like to work with them. Mm. So that's my whole rebrand process, my brand designers, my brand colors, my name change website. Um, and I am, I am so excited. So that's happening in two weeks and it just changes the game for how I show up for my business. Right. I'm, I'm ready to level up my brand image. I'm ready to show the world why I'm here. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's a beautiful message, right? Because you said how you're going to show up for yourself and your business. Mm -hmm. And I think if there's I mean, there's so many important things that we've talked about and that you've said, but I think that's really, truly one of the top three, because if you're showing up and you're leveling up for yourself and for your business, then anyone you work with, you're showing up for them and you're leveling up for them so that they can do the same for themselves. So you're now acting as this guide as well, right? You had yeah. someone guiding you and now you're helping people kind of come into their authenticity and figure out have more clarity and really show up for them so that they can, they can show up in the world the way that they want to be seen in their most yes. truest and authentic form. And we're all human yeah. and we all need to really start relating in that way. Cause there is so much more that connects us than divides us. Yeah. And I, and I really believe that once people start realizing like, Hey, I'm human, this is what I, this is who I am. This is what my business is. And they really move away from, let me just consistently put out headshots and let's take a look at what I'm doing authentically. What am I doing today? I'm not, like you said, I'm on my laptop or I'm outside or I'm on the phone. You're getting to know this person as a human being that you can connect to. And like you said, it's all about connection. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for connecting with us.
Thank Amen. you for this opportunity to be here and just have this wonderful conversation with you. This has been really awesome and, and honestly healing. I know we talked about this, um, for those who don't know me, this is actually the first time that I'm talking about my healing journey and my rebrand and, um, just what I've gone through verbally. I've used my pictures and I'm a great writer and that's how I've been showing up. But this is the first time that I'm really talking about it. So thank you, Jenny, for that opportunity. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you for being so open, coming with an open mind and an open heart. I I feel very blessed that you have, this is the first time you're sharing your journey. I know you're a brilliant writer and I know this is the first time, like you're saying, where you're actually using your voice and speaking, speaking totally. Hey guys, listen, this is unscripted, by the way. All of this is free flow. Um, so I'm really proud for you. I think it's a wonderful, beautiful moment that I'm bearing witness to. And anyone listening to this will be able to feel your vibe. Um, you're very authentic and calming and unique and your energy oh, is just really high God. vibe, Jane. So I just, um, I look forward to many more conversations and yeah, yeah. And so I guess to kind of close our conversation, um, if there is a message that you can Ooh. leave us with tonight, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Um, what would that message be? Trust your intuition because you know more than anybody else in this world what you need and what you want. And work on validating yourself because it's so easy to go and look for others to validate your decisions. But every time you do that, you're showing yourself that you don't trust yourself or value yourself enough. So I encourage all who are listening to really dive in and ask yourself those deep questions and validate yourself because when you have others validate you they are validating you based off their own fears in life and their own projections and their own experiences and when you validate yourself, you are truly aligned with what you want in life and you deserve to have that self-worth and value to validate yourself because your energy will, you will put that energy out and you will shine so bright because you trust yourself and it's truly authentic to you. Mm, thank you for those very wise words. <laughs> it's a beautiful message. And um, I also want to thank you um, in the words that William Shakespeare used that I used before, when I had said for the eye sees not itself but by reflection, mm. I want to thank you for being that reflection for everyone. Thank you so, so much. Absolutely. Well, listen, guys, thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode of After Dark with Jay in the Real. It has been a pleasure. I love bringing to you new episodes each week about real life, real stories, real people. Stay tuned for another episode next week. And thank you for listening in. Have a great night, everyone. <laughs>